Welcome to another episode of the Property Nomads podcast and today we are going to have a look at mortgages, specifically repayment mortgages and interest only mortgages and what, which one, if any, is more beneficial. Spoiler alert, it depends and it depends on a multitude of things as well. If you're familiar with what an interest only mortgage is, that is effectively just paying the interest on the mortgage a repayment as most homeowners will have is paying the interest and the capital back at the same time. If you've spoken to your broker before and you're a property investor, you more than likely would have been advised to take an interest only mortgage. And the reason for that is that theoretically over time, because the world revolves around money and because the world kind of needs inflation what happens to inflation and this is a very very long-term trend this isn't this thing not certainly in this country that necessarily happens overnight because there are massive banking mechanisms in place to control inflation we'll save that for a different episode but inflation over time will increase the generally increase the price of your home and and, and the price of things in general but modern monetary theory means that you need inflation in order to erode away the existing debt now i'm going to use a hundred thousand pound house here just hypothetically so if i keep going back to a hundred thousand pound house yeah it is just a hypothetical thing let's take a hundred thousand pound house and you have a mortgage your 75 percent loan to value so you've got a mortgage at seventy five thousand pounds Now, let's just say inflation is 3% a year. You've had the house for 10 years. You go to refinance it in 10 years' time, and thanks to inflation, that house might be worth £140,000, for argument's sake. But the mortgage you've got on it is still only £75,000. So rather than having £25,000 of equity at the start, 100 minus 75, You've now got a mortgage at 75,000, but your house is worth 140,000. So you've now built in 65,000 pounds uh, 65, worth of equity. That's 140,000 minus uh, the mortgage at 75,000. So because of economics and because of time doing its thing, you have built up 40,000 pounds worth of equity there, which is fantastic. And that trend more than likely will continue over time. The reason for that is because inflation is a vital part of the economy, as we know it. That might be difficult to see in the here and now. It's only when 15, 20, 25 years time, that's when you'll be able to sit down and look back at it and go, do you know, I'm glad I bought that house for £100,000, for argument's sake. So that's interest-only mortgages. That's a good example of why you might want to do that if you've got a very long-term output and want to work with the economics of the world. Capital and repayment. Capital and repayment mortgages are also good and some investors do use them. Why? Some investors might not trust the economics. Some investors might want to be mortgage-free further on down the line. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. Let's take the same £100,000 house, £75,000 mortgage, 
you go and refinance it in their 10 years time and let's say the property is worth 140,000 but because you've been paying the capital and the interest off the mortgage in the 10 years you might find that your mortgage that's left is 40,000 pounds so you started off with a £100,000 house, £75,000 mortgage, so £25,000 equity. Because you've been paying the interest and the capital off, you go to refinance, the house is worth £140,000, but you've only got £40,000 left to pay on your mortgage. So what you've done there is, over the years, you have created £100,000 equity, partly because of the economics, but partly because you've been paying off that capital. Hopefully that makes sense. A bit difficult to explain on a podcast. I completely uh, admit that. So for those visual learners there, I do apologise, uh, including to myself, because uh, so <laughs> visual learner here. So that's that. So that's what you've done. So you can see the difference there, that the economy has done the work that it needs to do. Inflation has pushed up the price of your house, but at the same time, it's started to erode away the debt because the price of the house has gone up or the value of the house has gone up that's that in a nutshell why would people want to do repayment mortgages well again they might not trust the economics they might decide that they want to be mortgage free uh, at some point in the future maybe they're uh, annoyed of having to deal with lenders all the time and making their own rules and, and this and that that's completely understandable and maybe because they just don't want that burden at some point in the future. Uh, maybe they're concerned that everything will come completely crashing down, which is highly possible. Or if they're going to refinance and they're in the middle of a, a market dip or recession or so forth, it might be harder to refinance. But if you've paid off some of your mortgage, you might be, it might be easier to refinance. There's many different reasons why you would want to take a repayment mortgage. The big difference between them is cash flow. Now, most investors are going to be in the property game for the cash flow, you know, to create that, those assets, to, to purchase those assets, create assets so that you, know, you can go off and enjoy, enjoy lifestyle X, Y, and Z, do whatever they want to do around the world. They might not want the hassle of mortgages. That is completely understandable. You know, we've recently <clears throat> refinanced a few properties in the portfolio. And a couple of them have been relatively straightforward. A couple have been, a couple of them have been an absolute pain in the backside. Uh, the reason they've been a pain in the backside has mainly been down to the valuer, um, despite you know the usual smiley face, meet on site, give them a pack, etc. It just seems like either the valuers or, or the banks are just sort of making up rules as they go along. Yeah, we kind of know that's going to happen anyway. But it got to the stage that you know, certainly this year where that's really pissed me off because people are just you know creating stuff up on a whim to oh we need an extra survey for this oh we're not sure about that oh you've had retrospective cavity wall insulation therefore your property's going to crumble and die and oh we can't lend on it blah 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 all this shit that people are making up uh, kind of almost broke my tether just to the point where I said you know sod it. You know, I know we're on interest only, but actually, hang on a minute, I'd like to be mortgage-free at some point in the future. Not because I'm scared of debt. I haven't got an issue with that, especially when it's good debt. I haven't got an issue with the debt. It's the fact that you don't have to go for this absolute rigmarole 
of dealing with lenders and jumping through all their hoops and all that mumbo jumbo. So yeah, currently interest only across the portfolio, not an issue. We're happy to let the economics do the work, but given recent things with lenders changing the rules and making up stuff as they go along, even we've come to the sort of conclusion at the moment that actually, hang on a minute, it might be better to go on to repayment mortgages and, and become completely mortgage free. The reason why I say it depends is because if you say that and these various property groups on, online, a clubhouse, etc., etc., people, a lot of interest only people will poo poo the idea. So they talk about leverage and leveraging the bank's money, uh, you know, to do that. You know, why would you, yeah, if you had a pro portfolio of 20 properties and you had uh, a value of 75% loan to value, you know, you could use that property to buy more property, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We can go around and around in circles as it, it probably sounds like I'm doing. We could go around in circles with this debate. Really, it depends on you. It depends on your strategy. It depends on your belief in, in the economics. It depends on whether you like dealing with lenders or not. You might never want to deal with lenders ever again. Uh, so you might want to go down to the repayment option. There's really no right or wrong. And I, I, say this in the, I say this in the books and I say this when I speak to people. There is no right or wrong with property investing. As long as you do it under this ethical umbrella, so you know it's within the parameters of the law, you can do what you want in property. Do what works for you, do what works for your strategy, do what works for your lifestyle. If you want to get into a healthy debate with someone online about it, absolutely fine. Now, there are many successful property investors that whose portfolios are strictly repayment because they don't want, it's not the financial burden they don't want, but they don't want to pass on all that good debt to their kids. The reason for that is they don't a couple of specifically they don't like dealing with the lenders they don't feel like they have the control that way they want the control perfectly understandable people that do interest only will say uh, yeah but you should leverage the bank's money if you're going to do that you can you know end up buying more you can buy you know then you can have x amount of properties fine and then you get some people that are balanced you get some people that are in the middle and go actually do you know what i'm happy with a 50% gearing in my portfolio and having a portfolio of you know, 20 properties, for example. Fine, yeah, do whatever works for you. In a nutshell, that's it. Do what works for you, speak to your broker, have that end in mind. What is the end? What's the end goal of you being in property? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to get out of it? And that might help you to make your decision when deciding whether to go repayment or interest only. The key difference between the two is that interest only mortgages, nine times out of 10, will be cheaper than repayment mortgages. So if you're in this for the cash flow, you might find that for cash flow purposes, it's gonna be far more beneficial to have interest only mortgages rather than repayment mortgages. Again, that's something you have to think about and decide, have a chat with your broker, that is down to you to decide in due course. Caveat I should have given at the start of the episode, I'm not a financial advisor, so please, this is not financial advice. Do chat with the relevant professionals within your power team in order to figure that out. So interest only, repayment mortgages, it depends on your strategy, it depends on your economic outlook, it depends what you want to leave behind for your children, all of that sort of stuff. Think about that 
a chat with your broker, and then design something that works for you. Key difference is if you're in it for the cash flow, you're more than likely to go for the interest only options purely because the cash flow from the properties will be better. Uh, however, if you're thinking very long term and you don't like dealing with lenders, etc., 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 you might be swayed to go down the repayment option. But again, speak to your broker, speak to the relevant professionals, and they will help you to make the decision that works for your portfolio. We're going to have a new intro. Uh, a new outro uh, in due course on the podcast. But just a, a reminder, you can connect with us on the social media platforms uh, that we use. You can also email myself, rob at tpmpodcast.com. Do check out the books on Amazon as well, Buy to Let, How to Get Started, and also 101 Top Property Tips. Also working on another book as well at the time of recording. So watch this space. Links are in the show notes. Uh, until next time. I'll feed the same.